Welcome to the Big Heart Business Show. My name is Carrie Shepard, business strategist, philanthropist, and believer. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs be more, do more, and give more beyond their business, and to do it with more heart and less hustle. Each week on the show, I'll be here with a message or interview from a powerhouse entrepreneur that has built their business by giving back. Together, we will inspire you, fuel you, and get you going with simple action steps and strategies to grow your purpose-driven business. Our philosophy here is that we can change the world one big heart business at a time. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Big Heart Business Show. Today, I am so excited to be speaking with Heidi Stevens. Let me quickly give you an introduction of this wonderful woman. Heidi Stevens is a business coach for creative and professional women entrepreneurs. She supports women entrepreneurs to build their business in inspired and strategic ways. She helps them leverage themselves and their time, hire great team members, get clear on their boundaries, and have a healthy and powered relationship with money. Heidi is passionate about giving women the tools that she has used herself to grow a seven-figure business and truly live the life of her dreams. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Carrie. So excited to be on here. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and to share you with my audience. Um, Heidi and I got to know each other several years back through a coaching program, and I've gotten a chance to kind of watch your journey over the past couple of years. And, and so I'd love for you maybe even just to dive in a little bit and share um, what that seven-figure business is and kind of what that transition has looked like into really running your, your online coaching business. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so for the last uh, decade plus, I've been um, pretty immersed in the commercial real estate industry uh, here in Los Angeles. And um, so I have built, along with my husband, a multiple seven-figure business um, uh, really over the last four to five years is where it's really taken off. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been wonderful. It's been uh, give, really given us a, an amazing lifestyle and provided us with a lot of opportunities that I am, that I am really grateful for. And um, there has always been kind of, you know, the – the something sitting on my shoulder telling me that like this really isn't the end all be all for me. Mm-hmm. And um, while at times and seasons that I have definitely felt super excited about it um, and energized, um, there has always just been this like push pull um, and just really like a knowing that, that, that I really am meant to step more into the, the coaching um, the, a coaching role. And, and I have known that for quite some time. And so I, I have, have been very, very involved in personal development mm-hmm. for 12 years. And four years ago, I started coaching women in real estate specifically. And then I got, um, I was, I got married. I got pregnant really quickly. I think we were like building a house at the time. And it was just, and I was actually still very, very involved in real estate. And so it was just, it was just too much happening mm-hmm. um, along with having uh, my first baby. And so I, I took a step back and it was about six, seven months ago that I just, I got literally just the super clear download. Like there was zero questions about it that 
now is the time to get back into coaching and um, it's been really exciting and really fun and um, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a journey the last six to eight months. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like it's been a journey even over the last four or five years. And, (laughs) you know, I've heard you share before, and I'd love for you just to share a little bit with our audience in regards to, you know, that kind of personal development um, journey that you've been on and how you even got into real estate, because I know you've got kind of a story behind that. So um, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Sure. Yes. So, well, I got into real estate. It was really nothing more than my coming out of college and my dad telling me, hey, you'd be really good at real estate. And I said, okay, great. I'll go try it. <laughs> I, uh, I had some friends at the time, and, and I had some friends at the time that were doing very well after just about a year. And I knew nothing about commercial real estate at all. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have an econ background. I didn't have a financial background. Um, but I kind of thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to be driving people around on the weekends and on, you know, <laughs> Tuesday nights. And um, and so I said, you know, I'm going to go into the commercial uh, the commercial world because it's really more of a business. And so and so I got a mentor. I dove in really really quickly, and I joke that it wasn't you know 12 to 24 months in that I was completely burned out, full on mm. adrenal fatigue. Um, had some, you know, weight gain and just a lot of health issues came, came forward. And so I really used that as an art. Like I, I didn't know what else to do other than like go get a therapist and hire a coach. And it just started me on this journey mm. of doing a lot of personal development and spiritual work. Um, and I really am so grateful for that experience and it was really interesting because through that journey of like looking deeper and asking the bigger questions of why am I here and what's my purpose and how do I really be of service in this world the more that I was doing that like I kept thinking oh I'm gonna go be a yoga instructor or oh my goodness I'm gonna take women to India or like you know Italy or whatever it was like I'm, I just had all these like, I'm gonna go be an interior designer like I just wanted to do all these things. <laughs> And while there would, there would have been nothing wrong with that, when I kept like tuning back into what is the next step, I kept getting pointed back into the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know why, and it didn't, re- it didn't make a lot of sense to me at the time, right? Hindsight's 20. Right. And it's like today I can see I ended up meeting my husband. We built this business. I got all this like skill set as a COO and in marketing and in all these just different things that I, that I really learned over this last decade that now I can, um, you know, share in a new way um, and just kind of like package up the information, all the life experience that I've had to then go and be of massive service to these women that I'm supporting these days. Mm, that's so important. And I love what you said about like, tapping in and just following that next step because I think so often as like driven women we want to have like the whole plan laid out we want to know every step along the journey and sometimes it's hard just to take that next step with a little bit of faith and trust can you talk a little bit about that and maybe even what would you advise somebody that's looking to take that next step how did how did you learn to to trust yourself because really it sounds like that's what your journey was all about was kind of tapping in and trusting. Yeah, you know what? I need to like figure that out because I've been getting that question a lot these days on like how did you do this? <laughs> Give me and the how to. I know, I know. And it's like I feel like I just kept asking really good questions 
And, and most of all, I kept desiring it. Like it was a Mm. deep desire of mine to have a more fulfilling experience. It was a desire of mine to be more in tune with my femininity, to learn how to soften, to learn how to develop a, um, really a, a direct experience um, with something greater than myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, at least from my experience, when you, when I started asking good questions and started, when it just started kind of becoming in my awareness, the next person, the next book, the next retreat, like the, like the, the ways, the how to's just started falling into place. And it wasn't like, you don't have to like map out. There's no way that you can map out the whole mm-hmm. journey because you only are where you are at any given time. And when you just start opening up your eyes, it's like someone tells you about a song and all of a sudden you hear that song the next day on the radio. Right. Right. It's the same type of thing. It's like you just become aware of like, oh, this is something that I'm interested in. And spirit really meets you at the point of inquiry and then of action. So where we mm-hmm. like where where it becomes our part is you ask the question, then when you receive the little like tidbit, again, whether it's the book or the friend or the introduction or the mentor or the teacher, we then have to have the courage inside of us to take that next step and to and to meet, you know, spiritual divine feminine, whatever you want to call it um, at that place. Oh, I love that so much. So inquiry and then action. So it's kind of that combination. And so I know, like you mentioned already, you kind of combined forces and you and your husband started running your business together. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looked like to work with your husband and how did y'all have that to be able to be business partners and then be able to be, you know, come home and and have that relationship? Um, You know, because I know that can be kind of an art to kind of uh, balance. Absolutely. I um, (laughs) We have a really interesting story that I don't know that I would recommend to a lot of people. (laughs) Um, We actually merged our business prior to dating. Um, We became business partners first and then we and then I literally moved in like two or three months later. Mind you, you did everything quick. (laughs) We did. We went. We all we always do everything. We're just. Yes. Um. But I will say we, we had been best friends and we had been in each other's lives for about six, seven, eight years prior mm. to us merging. And so, and we kind of knew, even though we weren't really, it, it, was like, it was like we were just all in. So that's how we started, which was really intense. It was like merge businesses. I moved in, merge bank accounts. I mean, it was fast. Mm. That being said, you know, we did, we had, we had to work at this new partnership and new relationship and in all ways. And it wasn't, um, super easy overnight. Um, I, it's been a beautiful, it's been a, a beautiful experience. Um, we've had coaches, we've gone to, you know, therapy together. Um, we've gotten, we both have gone through a, a program on personal development and spirituality. It's like we've, we've learned to really communicate. And if I can give any, you know, just nuggets, it's really learn how to communicate and do it in a way that's effective for the plur- for the plur- uh, polarities of like the masculine and feminine. I did a lot of work with Alison Armstrong um, mm-hmm. early on in my days. And it's like men have a specific way that it works for them to be spoken to. Mm-hmm. And so when we go to them and we're like, you know, if we're like in like a crazy, like, 
I'm like feeling stressed about this and anxious about this and, and fearful on this. It's like, it's like, we got to like kind of get our stuff in order and take care of our own process. And then, mm-hmm. from, you know, as one of our, as one of our mentors talks about really coming from our queen, mm. then sharing and meeting and connecting. Like this isn't like, I did not start a business with my husband for him to like take care of me. Like I really met him as a partner. Um, and we got really clear on what were his areas of expertise and what were my areas of expertise. I guess that's another nugget that I would, has been really supportive for us in really all areas from, from building homes to making investments to raising a child Mm -hmm. to running businesses. We really divide and conquer and we trust one another to take, to make decisions. And we don't like really get in each other's stuff around it. Like he'll invest our 401k money and I'll say, great. And I'll make decisions on the marble that we're choosing for our house and <laughs> say, great, you know, and it's just like we're not having to, like, make decisions together every step of the way, which can get, um, it's just, it's like, so, it can be so draining. Yeah, it's almost having, like, you've got to be in control of everything, like being a control freak, and that doesn't work in any area of life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a great point, and we really, we, we really trust each other, and we respect one another, and that's really supportive for us. That's amazing. That sounds like such a beautiful relationship to be able to have that level of trust and and support, it sounds like, as well, because you obviously were building in this real estate business and then made the transition into coaching. And I'd love to hear a little bit about how that looks. And are you still working in the real estate business or are you 100 percent in your coaching business? So I'm I am 100 percent in my coaching business. Um, I do. I do support Kenny and I with sometimes with some of his um his team, like if he's needing to hire certain people, that's kind of what I always did. Or his assistant's been emailing me a little bit today just about marketing ideas that they have. So I help in that way, but I'm sure. really not involved at all. Um, other than asking him just about where, you know, his business is at financially, him and I do do like our finances together. So I kind of update him on where I'm at. He updates me where he's at. And then that way we can make decisions um, on, you know, certain things. Um, financially together moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really about it, which feels like really exciting and freeing. Um, and I will say that he has been amazing at supporting me. And, um, and, and for a long time there, when I was doing it four years ago, he was supportive, but he was also just feeling like I was kind of abandoning him a little mm. bit. And, um, you know, and so it's been, it's been a process and there's definitely times that come up that, that we, again, we just have to work through it and we have to talk through it, but it really feels like for him and I, for our highest and best, it's important for me to really go out and do what I meant to do and serve the women that I meant to serve and then really give him the space and the freedom for him to do the same. That's awesome. So from an outside perspective, you know, it kind of looks like you came into the coaching world and I mean, you're kind of everywhere and it looks like you're having a lot of success. And obviously, as we're talking, you know, you have a a long history of being an entrepreneur and a lot of personal development and spiritual work. And um, but from the outside perspective, again, it could look like, oh, you just kind of came into the world and blew up. And so I would love if you could maybe even talk to that a little bit and maybe give a couple of keys to what has been your success, because you know, a lot of the women that are listening to this show, they're in the same boat. They've either had careers in corporate or maybe they've owned mm-hmm. another business and they're looking to transition or they're looking to bring 
their skill set and their purpose and their mission into some sort of a coaching and consulting business. And I think that can be scary to think about, you know, the possibility of it not working out. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I just want to say thank you. I'm so glad that it feels like I'm, <laughs> it looks like I'm blowing up right away. That's absolutely. That's uh, that's exciting to hear. And you know, there. Look, we all we all have. It's just like a fact that things look better than they are on the outside. So um, that being said, I, there there has been a level of grace um, and ease in my experience the last couple of months and. And I think it's a, I think it's a couple of things. Um, I'll just speak to my experience and then I'll share with you, you know, kind of my, my tips, I think, for women that are trying to do the same thing. For me, and it, it didn't, it wasn't this way four years ago. So while it looks like I'm kind of all of a sudden like blown up, I'm not new to coaching. So I already kind of knew the models. I knew the steps. Um, and I was so, I was able to put them into action much quicker this time around. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's there's really in a level of integration that where I'm where I'm at, um, just personally, professionally, that it's like when you're really like locked in, you know, it's like it's just it's kind of been like a like there's like a grounding. And and I feel like when we're in that place, when we're really clear on Who's our target market? What is our messaging? Who is our, who is that person that we're meant to serve? Mm -hmm. What is my branding? How do I want those pictures to look? Who am I in this world? And I really give a lot of credit to the work that I have done on myself personally for me to be able to kind of overflow in that way or just be on brand from the very beginning, Mm -hmm. which again, wasn't my experience four years ago. And I think for them, when I'm working with new coaches, it like, it can take some time to figure out who you are and where you fit in this rather, um, you know, there, there's just a lot of noise online. So it takes a while to figure out how to cut through the noise. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my advice for somebody new is, especially if they've had success in the corporate world, um, the couple of clients that I've worked with that are transitioning from corporate to coaching, it is to like do that deeper work in like your own value and what you bring to the table. I, I, when we've had success in the corporate world, especially if it's like with a big company, we tend to think that it's that big company that has gotten us to where we've gotten. Mm -hmm. And that's a lesson that I learned really early on when I left a huge commercial real estate company and they had basically brainwashed you to make Mm -hmm. you think that you're getting the business because of the name. And when I stepped out on my own in real estate and really learned that my clients and, and the business that I was building was because of what I was doing and the service I was offering and the marketing that I was putting out there in the world. And it wasn't because of the corporation. It really like supported me in having this like new level of confidence Mm. that, you know, I've been able to kind of shift from the real estate world. And while, while on, you know, really growing an online coaching business is much more vulnerable and putting much more content out there, um, sharing myself per- personally mm-hmm. in, in, in a much deeper way. Um, it is deeper and like, and different, but it is, it is similar. I, I like, I know enough to know that if people are working for me, for me and not my, and not my company. Mm-hmm. That's such a good, that's such a good reminder and kind of like, you know, just, 
to really kind of embrace all of our skills and all the different aspects. Because like, you know, I think you're a great example of you have this real estate background and, and success, but you also were doing so much spiritual work, so much personal development yes. work. You were getting certified in, in classes and, and, and all this. And I think I see so many women kind of negate all that other stuff. And they just want to hang on to, you know, whatever they did in corporate. And I think that's the beauty of being able to come into a coaching business is we get to bring it all with us. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And then I will just share, you know, just openly that um, I have been able to um, have a team, not a huge team, but I've been able to have a social media manager and, uh, you know, and hire uh, just a very, very, very part-time VA um, right from the get-go. And so, I, while I totally understand that not every single person is in that same situation right off the gate and that it can take some time to build up, I do really support my clients in getting really clear on what is their, where are their abilities to leverage? Is it hiring the babysitter for, you know, 10 hours a week so you can focus after your child gets out of school? Is it hiring that VA for four hours a week to send out those newsletters? Because the truth is, is that spending 10 hours of my time on MailChimp getting out those two or three emails a week is like such a waste of time and energy and literally drives me like that crazy, right? I can tell you're getting all fired up. Oh my God, it like sucks the energy out of me. So if I can support myself in hiring people that are way better than I am, and we are so lucky in this day and age for technology and resources and even like people overseas that can help us. It's like there are so many options. And so really getting out of your own story of I can't afford it or I, I don't have help or well, sh you know, just like get out of the comparison and get into your truth and what you want to create um, can make a huge like difference. And the other thing I have to say, it's like, I, I was listening to a podcast that Tony Robbins was doing yesterday. It's like 80% of this is, is psychological and 20% of it is the actual like system structures. Um, and it is so true. So as much as we all want to find like the perfect formula and exactly what to do and how to run Facebook ads and how to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like when you do that work, it's like all of a sudden it becomes more clear. Oh, this is my message. Oh, this is the next step to take in order to get myself out there. Oh, this is the type of photo shoot that I'm like meant to do to like share, you know, who I am in the world. It's like create that space, allow for the creativity to come through. And it does. It really, really does. That's so good. That's such a good reminder to everybody too. Yeah. Just focusing on that, um, on the inner work, but you know, and then the other pieces will kind of lay themselves out. So um, so definitely on the show, one of the focuses here is talking about how we give back and how we can really make an impact in our business. And yeah. beyond us knowing each other, you know, already, uh, what I saw and what I was really attracted to when you relaunched your coaching business was how important giving back was to you. I saw the beautiful event that you put on. And so I'd love to give you an opportunity to just kind of share from your heart, you know, why is giving back so important? And then, you know, to kind of share what you're doing in your business and, and what charities you're connected with to be able to give back. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had a really profound experience um, about two years ago. It actually kind of brings me to tears a little bit because it was, it, was, it was really a special experience where as part of getting my master's in spiritual psychology, um, one of the aspects of the program was to donate a minimum, uh, I believe it was 
either 12 or 16 hours a month to a nonprofit of your choice. And it was really interesting to see my husband and I, giving back has always been a big um, thing for us. And we have always, um, you know, been very involved in different, different charities and giving back and, you know, going to events, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, when I was actually kind of required or asked to give up my time, I quickly had a lot of my own stories. I, mm. I'm busy. I'm a mom. I'm running new businesses. I had like, I had like every story in the book. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was just my own resistance and, you know, ego getting in the way of a new experience. And when I really, like what, what, what happened was so beautiful because I, I found the shelter, uh, literally six minutes from my house. I was like, I don't have time to drive downtown LA to be of service. Well, anyways, I found this shelter for women that it's called the Harvest Home and they house uh, women that are pregnant um, and they live there for six months. It's the most beautiful, uh, spiritually centered home. And mm. I would go there every single week for two to four hours at a time. And it was so transformational it was humbling. I was like saying, sure, I'll like clean the showers and like the toilet. <laughs> like when I, when I came home and I was like, honey, I can't tell you the last time that I've like cleaned a shower. Like, and it was just, there was something just like getting like, and then I was like cooking for them and like making food and just connecting with these women. And there, it was like, you know what? There's nothing like better or worse or different. Like the truth is like, I'm not that different than these girls. Mm-hmm. And it just opened me up in a whole new way. Um, and so, you know, one of like, I really, when I'm, when I am like find a new charity that I'm, that I feel like is, is amazing or that I can get behind. Not that I have, you know, 10 hours every week to go and donate my time, but I really make an effort to go down to the school or meet the kids here, or meet the women, you know, or go in, whatever it is. So to really get that, like, one-on-one experience, mm-hmm. and it shifts everything for me. Um, and so, yeah, one of my kind of, pa- one of my new newly found passions since having this experience is giving back and really bringing awareness um, to these charities that I feel uh, excited about. And so when I was launching kind of the, the, the rebrand of my coaching business, um, I did an event here in Culver City in LA and it was, it was just, it was, it was awesome. It was a hundred women and we all got together and, you know, drinking wine and, and having past hors d'oeuvres, um, all with the intention of bringing awareness. Um, this one was for a, um, a, a non, a nonprofit called Girls Inc. And, so it, it feels like it feels like it was it was just an expression of who I am. I love giving back. I love supporting women and children. Um, I love entertaining. I love mm. drinking wine. I love gathering women entrepreneurs. And then I had this this an actress like give just kind of like a motivational speech, and I talked for a little bit. So it was just a way to like you know get women together and do something of service and uh, and and of meeting and. Um, I appreciate you even, you know, bringing this up because I was super excited about when I did it. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing them. And, you know, just life gets busy. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just reminds me how important it is um, to continue making um, an impact in that way and bringing awareness to these, these nonprofits today more than ever, given our current political climate, to raise money and awareness 
for people that are doing massive great work in our world in the world. And I think that was one of the things that I was so excited to see you go through that process because I kind of watched as you were selling the tickets and talking about it is that not only did you do something great for this charity, you, you don't, you know, you raise money, which, you know, is super impactful for a charity. But I think you showed other entrepreneurs how valuable and how easy it can be to, like you said, bring awareness, bring community together, bring connection to, and to do it for a good purpose. And, you know, that was part of the reason that I wanted to start this show is because I wanted to have conversations like this because it can look different. You know, it can look like going to, you know, um, the actual charity and giving back time. It can look like tithing in your business or giving a certain yeah. percentage. It can look like, you know, bringing community together to raise money. And I think when we don't have this conversation, I think people have this one directional or one way that they think it has to look. And so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that because. What we talk about, too, is like so many people say, well, I'm not making any money right now. How can I how can I give back? You know, I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not supporting myself yet. And I kind of feel like it's the opposite. Like the more that I give, the more that I make. So what are your thoughts on that? You know, I really do agree with both camps. And I can see where both where both sides of the story are coming in. The truth is, is that we can't give what we don't have. Mm -hmm. And if we are you know, feel like we are like drowning in our business or barely making ends meet, or we don't have enough money to pay rent. It's like the thought of like giving and like being of service is so challenging. Um, that being said to that person, that's like, how do I, I'll share, I was in a 12 step program for a number of years and being a sponsor with having to give my time to sponsees was the first experience that I had that I don't need to be giving away a hundred dollars a month or whatever number a month to be tithing and to be sharing my time and being of service. Mm -hmm. So to that person, I would say, you know, when one of the ways um, that we get out of our own way and then we get out of our own head and our own stories of like, Oh, woe is me. And how bad is my life or whatever? It's like by going and being of service and really like putting into perspective um, what other, ex, you know, what other people's experiences are. Mm -hmm. And so go down to your local shelter, go like, go give your time. And, and no one can tell me, I don't, again, no one can tell me I'm like, have so many moving parts. Right. Anybody can find one hour a week or four hours a month on a Saturday or a Sunday to go to the food kitchen or the shelter or wherever it is that makes sense for them mm -hmm. to give up their time. So that would be my recommendation to them. And then, um, and, and then with what you're saying, I a hundred percent agree. It's like the more money you give and the more tithing and just the more that you come from a place of generosity, um, it's like universe is like meeting again, meeting you at the point of action. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, that being said, there have been points in, in Kenny and I's career over the last couple of years where we've like given, where we feel like we've given like so much. And then all of a sudden the next year, we're like, wait, what's happening to our cash flow? Like we got to like pull it in a little bit here and there. And then we like give again. So again, it's like seasons, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the ebb and flow. Um, and so whether it's time, whether it's picking up the phone when your girlfriend calls you and she's in desperate need of just, you know, of, of, of for you to like just be there and be of service, whether it's going and, and, you know, offering babysitting services to your to your new friend that had a baby, whether it's going to the local shop. It doesn't have to be this, like, grand, like, flying to Africa and, like, serving 100 people at once. It's the littlest ways that we just, like, give back. And it really allows us to open up our heart. And I, from my direct experience, 
actually giving of time has been that much more profound than, than giving of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, it, it's coming from that abundant mentality, right? It's like, if we don't think we have enough time, then we create our reality and the same thing with our finances. And I like that just giving some simple examples of how we can give back because, you know, for most of us, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if we start an online business because we want more freedom, you know, we want to be able to set our own schedule and have time with our children or our families and things like that. And I think if we're not using that for the greater good of humanity, what's the point? I mean, that's to me, like, it's, what's the point? Like, I really want to make an impact and, um, you know, be a blessing with the fact that I have freedom to set my own schedule and I can go out on a, you know, Tuesday afternoon and go work at the shelter. You know, I don't have to do it on a Saturday. So. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll just share too, just one last thing about the, the, um, the event that I did. It's like, get creative in your business, right? It's like, here, I was able to pull in an actress to like give, uh, you know, give a speech and she was so, she, she probably wouldn't have done it just for women entrepreneurs. She did it because she was super excited about this charity that we were promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to like have a hundred women in the room, like with my logo on certain things. And I mean, it was like a free PR event for me. Mm-hmm. Um, all in service to like, you know, bringing awareness to, to this group and so it's like and so what that I didn't take the money home from that event it's like we raised more money and probably had a lot more people come to that event because the, all of the proceeds were going to this nonprofit so it's like whether that's done on a scale of 10 people or 15 people in your home or a larger you know experience it's just about I feel like it's just about getting creative and and doing things that light you up like mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if the local charity doesn't light you up, then it's, you wouldn't, don't do it as like a PR. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like, whatever is like exciting for you, like move in that direction and then ask like, what's a way that I can be of service. I will share one thing when I got this download last November that like, okay, I actually didn't get the download that it's okay. It's time to go back into coaching. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. What I heard was, it is time to start gathering women and be of service and give back. And I had mm. no idea that I was actually going to start coaching again, but I knew that I had to do this event. And just in taking the action steps, you're reminding me of this because I haven't thought of it so much, in taking the action steps to put together the event, to start looking at my list again, who did I want there? What was this? What was the vibe? What was the style? What was the charity? All of a sudden, I started thinking like, huh, that woman would be fun to work with as a one-on-one coach. I think I could maybe do that. Maybe I should put together a group program. Like it just started kind of coming Mm -hmm. as I was taking steps at taking action to do this one thing that I like heard very clearly. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. So that kind of answers the question we were talking about earlier. It's like you just follow that next step, follow that next next step. step. Yep. And we'll just wrap up this portion on this because I think what you said too is like you combine things you already love. You love gathering people. You love, you know, being a hostess and a speaker and connection. And, you know, maybe for everybody that wouldn't be the right fit. And so again, doing it in a way that feels really good and it doesn't have to be any one way, but following that intuition, tapping in, asking, you know, what does that look like? How can I be of service? How can, you know, what is the right charity? Cause that's, you know, a lot of people talk, we could talk about that probably for another hour. Like, how do you find the right charity? You know, how do you figure out what one to partner with? And I think one of the points too, 
I'm assuming you're going to do it again, is that it doesn't mean you're committed to them for the rest of your life. Like you can have other charities that you connect with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The next event I would do, I would do it with a different charity. Yeah, absolutely. And I just got invited to sit on the board of another charity. And so it's like, you know, just really like, what's a yes? And Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this, you know, big, long project. It's like, start asking around. And like I started this, you know, this conversation with, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it would be nice to like be of service in a bigger way. And it's just like, you have that thought, you really like sit with that. And you start opening up your eyes, you start talking about it, you start connecting with people in your community. Do you know of anything? Are, are you and it's like, all of a sudden, like the pieces and you're like, Oh, I didn't even. Th-. Honestly, when I got this, um, when I got this task or, you know, to do that, I had to like go be a service. I was already donating money to this harvest home every single month. Mm. And yet I was like, I can't find the right place. I'm going to have to drive really far. Again, I had all these stories. And then somebody was like, what about this place called harvest home? It was like hilarious because I was already tithing every single month to them anyways. Oh my gosh. I was right in front of your face. So again, I was just in my own way. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what you're already passionate about, what you already are giving to. That's, that's exactly. a great point. Well, I want to move into the lightning round. So I'm going to just ask you a couple quick questions, just quick answers, whatever comes to your mind. Um, I'm so bad at this. I'm just going to let you know. But I'm sure. (laughs) They're not too tough. So so the first one is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Best piece of advice I've ever seen and the one that I wish I would have followed more in my 20s was enjoy the journey. Mm, I just struggled. I wanted to be married. I wanted to be making more money. I wanted this life so bad. And I just wish I would have like looked at myself. I wish I could look back at myself and just go, just enjoy it a little. You're going to get everything you want. You're Mm. a go-getter. You're a high achiever. I promise you're going to get it. Just enjoy it a little bit more. (laughs) Mm, That's important. Um, Number two, what's your favorite quote, mantra, or Bible verse? quote mantra or bible verse you know there's a quote from Rumi that I love that says um out beyond the fields um out beyond the doings of right and wrong there is a field I'll meet you there and what I love about that is that really at like our highest level at our highest vibration of where spirit God source universe lives there really is no right and wrong and so it's like when we can go to that space of just accepting what is when we when we don't have to get into our like it's just like there it really is just all love and love is unconditional and accepting. And whenever I get into my own of like you did this and I did this and I'm right, it's just like mm-hmm. just go to that field, breathe it in. It's all good. That's awesome. I love that. And what's one book that you would recommend to our audience and why? There's a few. Um, Divine Law of Compensation by Marion Williamson. It's just it 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 feels like it is the perfect. Um, it really talks about how to manifest money coming from a place of service. Mm. Um, and then just a few others because I just can't say one. Um, Leveraging the Universe by Mike Dooley. I also love The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks because he talks about you know how we really get in our own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say those are my three for right now. Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. And then last question. So you're doing great. <laughs> What's one thing you do every day that helps you stay in action towards your purpose? 
I do not do it every day, but the thing that I wish that I did every single day was my 10-minute morning routine. Oh, tell us a little bit about that. So I do three minutes of breath of fire just as a way for to, like, get out of my head and uh, get into my body and get into a heart space. I then do some type of um, uh, meditation, being in gratitude, focusing on what I'm already grateful for, sending that gratitude and that feeling of love to my family, my friends, my clients, really blessing them, mm. and then um, really ending with focusing on my sixth chakra, my third eye, uh, and visualizing whatever end result I want to be co-creating at that time, and just basking in that, feeling the feelings, going into that vibration, not asking how, but just really knowing that it's already done. That's fantastic. And then that propels you into doing everything that you need to do for the day and getting getting going, huh? Oh, my gosh. When I do that, I just I literally feel like I'm like on fire, like I have so much energy. And the only reason why I don't do that every day, which is not an excuse because I can always find 10 minutes. Um, I have a three year old and he's been getting up a lot in the middle of the night. And so some mornings I'm just kind of dragging out of bed and grabbing my mm-hmm. cup of coffee and I'm starting my day. Those days when I'm just like, like it just doesn't. They don't, the days don't flow as well, you know, and so when I, every single time, which happens about four days a week, where I just said, great, I'm doing my, you know, meditation this morning, I'm doing my morning routine, Mm -hmm. it's like my days just go so much better. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Heidi, thank you so much for sharing so much with, you know, with me, with the audience, Um, you know, and I just appreciate so much how you're just showing up and, you know, the way that you share with your, with your tribe and your audience and, you know, the big things that you're up to and the events that you're doing. And, you know, I just really admire how you seem seemingly balance it all with having, you know, an, a business and a, a relationship and a, a three-year-old and, and just what you're up to in the coaching world and making such big waves. So, um, you know, I appreciate you sharing with, with mm-hmm. the Big Heart community. And, um, you know, I just wish you so much luck and blessings on everything that you're, you're going to be doing. I know you've got a big retreat coming up. and um, so, again, just thank you for sharing with us. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's, yeah, awesome. And what's what's the best place for um, our audience to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. If they go to HeidiStevensInc.com, they can find me there. And then my Instagram handle is HeidiStevensInc. I also have a, a Facebook group called The Spiritual CEO. Perfect, perfect. And we'll link all that up in the show notes um, so everybody can connect with you. So, again, thank you so much for sharing with us and um, being our guest. And we'll see you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Big Heart Business Show. If you know someone that could benefit from this information, I would so appreciate it if you shared the love. And make sure to subscribe to this channel and leave a review. One last thing. If you're ready to fuel your big heart business with a consistent flow of cash and clients, head on over to carrieshepherd.com forward slash free guests to access a very special video series I created just for you. And don't forget, we are changing the world one big heart business at a time.